Happy Monday, Imogen. Oh, Namahi, thank you. Happy Monday, everyone. Did you enjoy your extra hour? Is your body's clock still um, still giving it to you? Yeah, no, it's good. I, I like I like it. I feel well rested, and you know, I've got some firewood coming this week. Oh yeah, you mentioned that, yeah, didn't yeah. you, with old yeah. old mate Brandolino? I'm excited about this. I have, I turned the heater on for the first time. Ooh, really? For the first time in Wellington? Not first time ever, but like this year in twenty in the year of 2023. Gee whiz, that's a pretty good effort. Bean, my little dog, was whoop, straight in front of it. His little hater boy. Oh, he's so cute. Kia this is Newsville. I'm Emil. And I'm Imogen. And this is what's worth talking about. What do we know and what don't we know about Donald Trump's impending court appearance and what it means for his chance of becoming president again? Plus, did a bunch of New Zealanders give a massive round of applause when the news came out? And do you want the good news or the bad news if you're on the search for a house to buy? Well, you're in luck. We've got both. Could you get showered and changed after an ocean swim without getting nude at some point in the process? Why an Aussie swim club's banning nakedness in changing rooms? And of course, we will tell you who won Fun Fact Friday. This has been like the cruelest weekend of my life, not knowing the answer to that question. But we've got all of that coming up in a moment here on Newsable. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz slash support. Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States, former reality TV show host, steak salesman, property developer and guest star of Home Alone 2, is expected to face court this week over allegations he gave a porn star $130,000 to keep quiet about their rumoured affair and then lied about it. <laughs> Welcome to 2023, everybody. Now, the actual... The actual charges haven't been revealed yet. They won't be until he appears in court or is arraigned, as they say in the US. But it's believed to be the lying about it part which has got him in trouble, as it tends to when you lie about stuff, uh, because by not properly declaring the expenses, he may have fallen foul of election campaign law. Emma's been brushing up on this, and so I'm going to ask mm. her some questions about it now. <laughs> right, this is a long process, right? Like when, yeah. We're probably not going to have a conclusion any time in the next 24 hours. No, so Trump will appear in court in front of a judge on probably Wednesday New Zealand time, which will be Tuesday in New York City. He'll plead not guilty because he denies doing anything wrong. And then there'll be a series of pre-trial hearings with the possibility he could make a plea at any stage during that. But it could be uh, months before we get to any sort of trial, if we ever do get to a trial, of course. Now, I guess like the elephant in the room here is Trump is still polling pretty well as the preferred Republican candidate to run in the presidency next year. So if he were to be found guilty of this, would that affect his chances of running? Do you, do you know? In short, no. You can actually campaign from prison over there as really? well. There is no rule saying that being charged with a crime or being found guilty of a crime disqualifies anyone. And that, is, of course, is a lot to take in. But there's one other thing about Trump's impending arrest, which just, I, I mean, had us more than confused. Yeah, this is a tweet from Danny Zuka, who is the uh, American executive producer of the sitcom Modern Family. Big fan of Modern Family, I've got to say. I haven't watched it in a while, but yeah, every so often, you just dip your toes back in. 
And Danny Zuka was, for some reason, in uh, Rotorua over the weekend. Uh, he sent out this tweet. It reads, True story. I was just walking down a street in Rotorua, New Zealand, when the Trump indictment was announced and local people in cafes and shops spontaneously cheered. Uh, it was kind of beautiful. End quote. What? <laughs> so you, nah. you, you're you casting doubt on this, are you, Imogen? Ah. Oh. I mean, if it seems unlikely to you listening at home, you're not alone. I, for one, I just, it's, it didn't happen. I'm sure of it. You know who else is sure it didn't happen? Hayden Donnell. Yes, Hayden Donnell of the spinoff. He, um, he, he felt the same as you and me, Emo. And Hayden decided to do some investigative journalism to test this claim. He's on the line now. Hello, Hayden. Hello. Why did you find this such an unlikely proposition? Well, I mean, you're a New Zealander. We're all New Zealanders here. Uh, the stereotype of a New Zealander is that we just aren't an effusive people. So the idea that we uh, expressed emotion over something like Donald Trump being indicted, you know, but not just any emotion you're cheering did seem a little bit unlikely. I wasn't alone there and thinking that. I, I'm not, I, I actually went into this with an open mind. I thought maybe it happened, but I just wanted to check because I knew there was a lot of doubts out there. So how did you go about investigating this Rotorua claim? I just had very few details. Rotorua, a cafe with shops around it and there was cheering. So I tweeted the guy, Danny Zuka, and I asked... Where, which street were you on? I think he said Tutunekai Street, which is actually, if you know Rotorua, it's one of the, it's pretty much the main street. It's so long. And I just, uh, I didn't want to bother him further, so I just started calling, it was about 4pm, all of the shops along the road that were near cafes and asking. Somewhere in there, I think Alex Bray, the producer of Q&A on TVNZ, he came forward with a theory that people were cheering over the Black Caps taking a wicket in the cricket. Then I got more details. Oh, this is a long story. I got more details from Danny over Twitter straight after that he said actually I was in the Eat Street area of Tutanikai Street That's that narrowed down my search further it turns out there was one place on uh, Eat Street that was playing the cricket from all that I have I developed a theory about what actually happened and, and what is that determination? basically the theory is that Danny Zuka, the producer of Modern Family was walking down Eat Street around 3.08pm when um he went past the bar and restaurant Ambrosia, which was screening the cricket. Henry Shipley took a catch off the bowling of Daryl Mitchell to um, dismiss the Sri Lanka number five, Asalanka, and that was when the cheering happened. Hayden Donnell, thank you so much for your time. Well, okay, so in the end, the claim has been proved uh, mostly false, but what is true is the 45th president of the United States has been indicted for paying hush money to a porn star. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your, your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, if you're uh, on that weekend treadmill of looking for a house to buy, it could be a bit tougher than usual at the moment. But there could also be some good bargains out there if you know where to look. Vanessa Williams from realestate.co.nz is here with us now to discuss all of that. So, Vanessa, there's fewer houses coming onto the market than there has been. Why is that? And also, is that bad news? Those are two very great questions. When you look at the environment that we're operating in at the moment, we have got quite a lot of uncertainty. We have had OCRs continuing to drive up and the most recent 50 basis points in February. Cost of living is challenging for everybody out there. We've also got these had these weather events, which is really challenging, and now we're heading into an election year. So it is actually of no surprise that there is a lot going on, a lot of uncertainty, and so we are seeing vendors be quite hesitant around, should I put my house in the market, should I not? And just to give all of your lovely listeners a bit of context, a March month, we would typically see 12, 12 and a half thousand new listings. So that's properties to come onto the market during March. We saw just over 9,200 this month. So we're quite a bit behind. Some interesting stuff, Vanessa, too, happening in terms of prices or certainly asking prices. Uh, the national average asking price down nearly 12% year on year. Um, w- w- what do you think is behind that? So that would be all of those lovely things happening all at once, driving vendors and buyers closer together at the bottom end of the market. Now, what I mean by that is buying property is a negotiation. A vendor has an idea of what they want and a buyer comes in and goes, well, look, I've got this much money with this much available credit. How can we come together to make sure to have this transaction happen? And I think that um, with the increasing cost of money, so with those um, OCR hikes, that means interest rates hike, which means that people just physically have less money in their bank accounts. The banks will lend them less. And so therefore, what you may be able to borrow of, say, a million dollar home, you might have been able to borrow 800,000 previously, with the interest rates increasing, that means you're just pulling that number back down. So you come to a vendor and say, look, I'm, I might have had a million dollars two years ago, but now I've only got 800,000. What can we come together and do with that? So that is where we see asking prices drop back. What does this all mean for prospective first home buyers? This market here is, I think, a great market for first home buyers. It is for three reasons. Firstly, in a hot market, auctions go crazy. And part of the challenge you have typically as a lovely first home buyer is that you might be using that wonderful KiwiSaver as part of your deposit, which means that it is a condition of a sale. And auctions, they mean you cannot be conditional. So you, you have to you can't have that when you're going into an auction room. So with the shift from a whole bunch of properties being sold by auction now to not being sold by auction means our lovely first home buyers get to have a look in. Secondly, there is nothing scarier than buying your first home. And if you have to make a rush decision because the market's so hot and everybody's in there and all these um, open homes, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? It's quite nerve-wracking. But if you have a slow market like what we've got today, you have the ability to bring mum along, bring family along, bring your whanau, you know, friends who've done this before. So that's you have the ability to go back and see open homes once or twice. And thirdly, it um, prices are, as we said, going backwards. So that means that that money that you need to stump up is less. And so those are my sort of, when I'm looking at for first home buyers, consider all of those options when you're looking to buy. Vanessa Williams, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. 
We still don't know which one of us won Funfact Friday. I got a bad feeling about this. You got a bit. I got a bad feeling about this. No, you I don't. tried to prize the answer out of producer Jono's hands over the weekend, uh, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't let up. If you don't remember, my fun fact was that paprika is just dried capsicum. My one was that um, a million seconds is eleven and a half days, and a billion seconds is thirty-one years. And a trillion seconds was like three thousand years or something. Thirty-one thousand. There you go. Yeah. There was a three in there. It was just you know yours is a a, a culinary um, trivia fact. Mine is about the relentless march of time. Producer John, oh, come on. Drum roll, please. The winner of Fun Fact Friday is. Oh, come on. By a margin of 56% to 44%. Ooh, she tight. Imogen Well. Oh, what? <laughs> Kick a chair. <laughs> what is that? 3 1. 3 1. Closer though this time, so don't patronise me, Jono. I can give you some top tips if you'd like. The only one that I've won is that there's poo on the moon. That was like, a good on. fact, and I was never going to beat that. Gee, I'm a bit worried about the forfeit now. Actually, yeah, we do really need to come up with uh, with a prize, don't we? So please, or we could just the prize could just be you know um, feeling good about yourself. That that that's a good mm, prize, isn't mm. it? Actually, you know? you know what? At this point, I'm feeling confident enough to say the winner doesn't need a prize, but the loser has to do something. Right, I so, see. So uh, yeah. we're going to chuck that up on the old. Instagram, I reckon. I like that. Maybe there's a motivation I need to kick my ass into gear. Watch the Fun Fact Friday loser of the year 2023, at the end of this year, have to do. Head to the gram, at NewsableNZ. Chuck us your answers. Something that caught our eye over the weekend. Given what we're about to talk about, that's quite an amusing <laughs> way to start this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'm funny. Um, an Australian surf club, about halfway between Sydney and Newcastle, according to my Google Maps uh, research, has banned nudity from its changing rooms or yes. in its changing rooms. It's just banned nudity. It feels a bit like banning eating in a restaurant. This all came to a head recently over the, well, like I said, over the weekend. A woman used the changing rooms, got naked, obviously, while changing, mm-hmm. and then was threatened with disciplinary action. Yes, she says she feels body shamed. Um, but the surf club says it's all to do with its child safety policy. I reckon if you're going to do that, you need to have stalls. You can't just expect... What do they say? Get changed under your towel, is what the surf club says. But if you're going to do that, you need to have stalls, bathroom stalls, changing room stalls, so that people can go in there, lock themselves in there, get in the nudge themselves. If you're going to claim it's to do with child safety, like give people separate places to go. Am I being curmudgeonly if I say something? It feels a bit like... It's sort of new puritanism a wee bit when it comes to human bodies. Maybe I am. Maybe I've been on Twitter too much. I don't know. But there were definitely the answer is always you've been on Twitter too much. I don't bring that up. We don't. That's another story. Uh, yeah, to me this feels silly. It's a changing room. You're getting changed. Yeah. This is people like going. This is people who are going on their ocean swims before work, like fiddling around with a flopping towel. Bureaucracy gone mad. Yeah, getting your knickers on. Knickers is such a fun word to say, by the way. That's Newsville for today. I'm Imogen Wells. <laughs> and I'm Emil Donovan. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on your favourite podcast player and uh, leave us a rating and a review. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it.
Even better, if you know someone who'd enjoy the pod, share it with them. Spread the word. You can also hit us up directly if you've got something to say. Email us, newsable at stuff.co.nz. Get in touch. Tell us. Do you think nakedness should be banned from changing rooms? I don't know. Maybe maybe we're being silly. Maybe we should just ban nakedness. Just ban being in the nudge. Altogether, yeah. This pod took time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support.